If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This is The Boop Show, episode 191 for October 22nd, 2018. Join us, won't you? I could watch you do that all day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Boop Show. Brian uh, Dunaway over there dancing. I'm over here sitting, and it's time for us to do another show. Thanks for tuning in. People who are here live, maybe those at home, uh, also, hello and welcome to the show. It's nice to have you here. Brian, we're just going to jump right in this week, okay? Right Let's do in. this. Let's hit this running just like I did last week when I was playing Black Ops 4. Oh, whoa, what? Oh, right, because you rented it. Uh, the the right. You rented it from the thing. We talked about that, didn't we? Right. Yeah, I'm That's still right. playing the 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 legit uh, copy of that. You know, I bought it, and uh, I think eventually wow. you might as well. If they can, if they uh, build on that thing and grow it out and and keep it kind of cool, I think that there may be a future for it. But then I have all kinds of questions about what's the future of Call of Duty, which is usually a yearly franchise. What do they do now? Do they keep milking this one, or they just put one out every year? I don't know. I don't know. Treyarch was mighty sneaky. That was like, hey, you know, we should do something different this time. Something that requires us to be here all the time. Yeah, it kind of, kind of messed up things. But we'll see uh, what the future holds for that franchise and more. Trixie, Trixie, oh, Treyarch. See, my video is quiet again, isn't it, everybody? What is going on? Hold on. There, 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 there. Oh yeah, there it is. Oh yeah, there it is. Ah, it's still quiet when I. It's a lot. It's louder when you're on than it, I don't know. I don't get it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're doing a show with or without it. I don't care. Freaking F it. Uh, let's get right to it. You can hear it. me. You can hear me. I don't care. We're doing a show anyway. Scott uh, played. Got. I went a little nuts this week uh, for space games. Now, you know I like a good space game, right? We've talked about this. Right. Uh, well, I like it so much. That's, that's all I played. Uh, so I'll, start, I'll talk about the first of the space games. I've said on previous shows that I'm always looking for a fix when it comes to... Uh, trading stuff, mining an asteroid, taking its junk, going back to a station, finding out that this station in the third quadrant over here of the star system is giving me more money, more space credits for the uh, for the ore I mine, so I'm going to sell it here. And while I'm here, I'm going to check the jobs board. Ooh, jobs board says there's a bunch of pirates I got to go kill and uh, bring back proof that I did it. Sweet, I'm going to go do that. Like, that's the experience I'm always aching for. And until yeah, you're a, you're, a, you're a, a smuggler at heart, you're I am a, a space. Solo. I am a space smuggler. I'm a freelancer. I'm a yeah. privateer. I'm that guy. And uh, so I have tried far and wide, bought and re- uh, returned about ten different games this last week. Where I thought is this which, the one which they just love over there at Steam? It's oh, like I'm oh, sure this guy do. again. Well, they love me for. I mean, look. Don't you love how easy we've made it modern times to return stuff? You used to have to go to Walmart and take stuff back, and they'd look at you and have to make it some kind of excuse. Yeah. Now you just go, I didn't like it. This is all true. Everything you say is true. So I uh, gave up and went, well, I'm just not going to play anything until uh, until that game comes out that I'm super stoked about, uh, the one called... Red Dead Redemption. Uh, no, that two? that I'm excited about. Oh. But space games. Uh, the uh, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, which looks amazing. Oh, yeah. So... That'll probably scratch all the itches I have, but that ain't happening until like January. And so I thought, well, what do I have in my library? Maybe there's something in here I just haven't touched in a long time. And then I remembered. I have a game that I played in alpha even before it was early access. They sent me a code. It's called Starpoint Gemini Warlords. Now, there was a Gemini 1 and 2. So there were two other games. Didn't play those. But uh, this Warlords game I played at the time, and it was very new and very not finished at the time. And I thought, oh, this has potential. And then I forgot about it. I put it away. I didn't think about it again. Didn't pick it up. Didn't touch it until the itch came back. And then I just the had itch to have came it. came back yeah. the very next day. So here's what I did. I 
crack they that found thing out open. Was some kind of disease. <laughs> hey, bitch. Can't, oh, go ahead. What were you saying? Well, here's the deal. Now I can fly yeah. to any planet I want, uh, space station, whatever. Pick up the jobs. Go do the jobs. Star, get, star point. Get paid maybe? for it. Uh, star point. Gemini warlords is the name. The full name. Mm. Uh, you got a, a system that you start in, depending on how you do it. There's a campaign and a story, but you can also sandbox it. Uh, you got a planet. You got a couple of things that are all set to go. But this game also features um, a mode in it that's basically like a 4X game or like an, a, an overall system economy game. So I can zoom oh, okay. way out and say, all right, well, how am I doing here? Oh, this sector is controlled by the Zimzams. I better go take that back. And so you go fight whatever you have to fight to get it. Yeah, you tell me the Zimzams are an actual faction that you have to fight. <laughs> you want that to be true, but I'm sad to say it's not true. It's, oh, I, I completely made it up. Uh, but uh, you go into the you go into the zone there, and you you take some fleet with you. So you got buddies in your fleet that you've uh, paid for, built, and now they can hang with you. You can merge or unmerge uh, people from your fleet, but they're AI assistants that just kind of fly with me and fight with me if I hmm. need to fight. And right, uh, right. Uh, so they, they, are they are they like the hype men? Do they like they like kind of jack you up when you're when you're going. They get on the radio a lot and kind of hype you up a little bit. They or? like to raise the they, they like to raise the roof as the kids. Yeah, say. yeah, raise the roof. Uh, no, they just sort of chill, and then once in a while when they're fighting, they'll go, "Hey, we're taking damage here." You know, they'll they'll have some <laughs> chatter, but it's nothing crazy. Uh, and so any, it's nothing on the it's nothing on the uh, on the level of like do a barrel roll or anything like that. No, nothing like that. A little background noise. Yeah, and the control. Immersion. Yeah, the control of your ship too is also very non-flight sticky. Like it's, I kind of like it. It, it I, I don't like complicated sim controls in my in my space games. That's not interesting right. to me. What's interesting to me is missions and structures and you know amazing exploration and stuff like that. Um, it's so. so how- Go ahead. How long is how how long is the so this is always the thing that I'm always looking at when I'm playing a a game like this. You can easily ruin the game for me by making me have to fly too slow, too far without jump points. How is how is the flight to planet to planet? So, how is that? So early on, uh, it's you have to fly. You do have a uh, sublight speed which is built into any ship that you get when it's new. And it's pl- it's right. pretty fast. And also, you don't have huge distances to travel in the beginning of the game. Um, that stuff comes later. So in the beginning of the game, travel is not a big deal. I mean, you do travel, but it's not. it doesn't feel ridiculous. Um, right. And I like that. So I'm, I'm kind of more, I kind of enjoy the methodical sort of make my way through the stars kind of progression. So I don't mind it. But I know what you're saying. Eventually, you get these jump drive things that are uh, single-use single, single use devices. You can have many of them, depending on how much you can afford, but they'll let you jump anywhere you want pretty much immediately anywhere in the system. Hmm. Um, so you can have those, or there are wormholes that will take you to other systems immediately. These are natural occurrences, kind of deep oh, space yeah, all the wormholes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you do a lot yeah. of that, and uh, that's sometimes a little scary. I've taken a wormhole to an area where I was clearly underpowered for what was happening out there, and... <laughs> That got real bad. Um, some people hear me talk about this and going to themselves, hey, Scott, aren't you basically just talking about like EVE Online? Kind of. This is a single player game, though, entirely. Uh, the things I like about EVE are here. Uh, the big difference is it's not just a big, weird spreadsheet of strange stuff I have to learn. Like I'm I'm legit having a a really good time in here. Now, will this be... Will I give two poops about this when Outlaw comes out? Probably not. I'll probably have had my fill by them because I'm ready for some next-gen business here. Um, right. Even though this isn't that old, it's like less than a year out. But um, If you think Scott's going to give one Zimzam about this when that comes, no. Yeah, no Zimzam for me. No uh, but yeah. the combat's fun. Um, there's some automated stuff, so your ship can just sort of auto-fire on any enemies it encounters if you want, or you can be a little more skillful about it. Um, I think the combat's pretty neat, actually. And getting around is just a lot of point and click and easy. Like when you look at the map view, you can right click the planet. If you want to just go back and get more missions, just right click the planet right. and it'll make an auto course to the thing. And it's a great game for like, you got a little Netflix show going on on the side there and you're like watching that while you're traveling to some big chunk of space. And I just, I just love this kind of thing. I don't know what it I is. I have a feeling that you're watching film sack and playing this all at once and just <laughs> squeezing it all in. <clears throat> I promise you that. I am not doing that. <clears throat> However, thank you for the idea. That sounds fantastic. Oh, dang it. 
All right. Yeah. So yeah, uh, well, I've got some. I got a few questions because I'm I'm looking at this right now and I'm trying to see if, if if at any point in time I have a really cool space shooter in my library because you got me thinking. Yeah. Maybe I have. I do have a couple of cool ones, but I don't think I have this one. I noticed that the ships that they're showing in the screenshots are of varying size. Some of these look really massive. Yeah. You are can they, do, are you, they expecting me to believe that I'm a single pilot on no, some of these no, ships? No, 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 no. On there these ships, story? <clears throat> excuse me, you have people on the ships. So okay. <clears throat> you have like, uh, you can board other ships. Like, let's say it's a hostile ship. You can have your people board that ship and take all their stuff or hack their data or whatever the mission Ooh. might be. Kind of um, like pirates. Yeah, basically you can pirate them, come aboard, take their poop, come back. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff like that. Not just the uh, other ships, but like space stations or outposts and stuff. You can you can board them and, and take them. So you do have this figurative crew, but it's not like you're walking around with them and talking to them and stuff. You're just, you know, they're just sort of there. But you can have everything from a small fighter ship to like a giant frigate monster class freaking huge ship, Battlestar Galactica size thing, if you want. And you can... You can buy everything in the game. So it's a bit like Eve in that way. You can buy whatever you want in your fleet. Um, if you die, you just go back to your last save point, unlike Eve, where you lose everything. Um, and it just is fun. It's great. It's a good space game. And I I'm, I really like it. I enjoy it. And I don't, uh, you know, it's... Discovery. You know, if you're not already into these things, then this isn't going to do right. anything for those people. But if you like the stuff I've described here and in previous weeks... I think it's a real good time to be had. I, I just discovered I do have Star Point Gemini 2. Oh, yeah. In my, uh, yeah, so I must have got this in like a Humble Bundle or something, and I see it. It doesn't look as cool as Warlords, and it was released about three years prior to this. Yeah. Uh, but graphics aren't maybe, as good, but it might be fun. You might try it out. Maybe I tease thing. it. Maybe I tease it to see because it, at $34.99. I didn't get my copy of Warlords for free, mm. so I might have to think about it <laughs> before I buy. Yeah, it. it's still a relatively current game, so it's you know kind of yeah. priced. priced but it accordingly. looks, it looks amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. I like it a lot. It also, I should mention, it is pretty. It does all that stuff right. Space looks good. Ships look good. Explosions look good. All that stuff looks good. That's and I good. just love you know like looting an old ship I just blew apart. And there's just something about that loop. It just gets me, and I'm sort of all in on it. And I've been craving it so bad. And honestly, I've tried a bunch, and this one, while in some ways this is super generic, they're not doing anything super special here, it's it's absolutely that thing that I needed <laughs> at the moment. So that's what I did. I enjoyed it. You might as well. Again, that is Starpoint Gemini Warlords, available now, wherever you get it. I Actually, I don't know if it's on consoles. I know it's on Steam, but I don't know about anywhere else. Yeah, it's on Steam. That's where I saw yeah. that. Uh, the, the voice acting is ridiculous. I did want to mention this. In the, the single-player mode, there is a big single-player mode to this game. In that mode, uh, it's bad. Like, the dudes wow. you talk to are like, Commander, I believe there's something... Oh, no! They've boarded it! Like, it's a lot of that. <laughs> Just B-level dialogue, and you can tell that that was not where they spent their their big effort on the game. It's okay, I'm though. I kind of enjoy it. I'm not going to complain. But the gameplay is really good. All right, Brian, let's yeah. now talk about your first game of the day which appears to be Friday the 13th again. Well, see, I we we had discussed Friday the 13th uh, prior uh, in another episode of The Boop Show. However, it was just because they had just released it uh, as as a uh, downloadable once you get the PS Plus for October. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll add that to my library and then I'll play it. And I did launch it. Remember, I said I kind of just looked at it for half a second and I'd have more to say about it. Well, I got more to say about it mm. because this past weekend I got to sit down uh, in earnest and sit down with Friday the thirteenth on my PS4, and uh, kick, 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 bah, 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 bah. and so I got I, I learned some things mm -hmm. while playing a long night at Camp Blood. Uh, by the way, there's a lot of a lot of if you're if you're a Friday the thirteenth fan uh, of the movies. And you've been waiting for an amazing game. Eh, this may, eh, this is what you got. All right, how about that? It's yeah, not going to be good or bad. I, I think this game. That sounds right. not great. What you just said, how you explained it, sounds like that may not be great. 
It's not okay. So in the okay, so the things that I usually look for in a game, I'm just you know, this is like brand new game, never seen it before. Some of the things I'm looking for is you know, how are the graphics? Mm-hmm. How is the gameplay? Uh, is the world well built? You know, does it is it fun? Uh, and the, all those kind of things. Uh, let's just say about the things they failed at. Uh, the 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 visual, the graphics, the fact. <laughs> The graphics not good, yeah, not good. Little, uh, look a little uh, stiff and and rigid and Un- not. Uh, yeah, Unreal yeah. Engine in this thing, and it 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 doesn't look great. But you know, I can kind of forgive it because it's a horror game, and most horror games are mostly played in the dark. So yeah, but you know, if, if it's they, an Unreal Four engine, that's the yeah. most beautiful engine on the market. They should have squeezed more yeah. out of it. They this. totally should have. So I was I was trying to figure out and understand why they didn't put more into that aspect of what could be a beautiful game. It is gritty and dark and the, the, the theme could have been so much better, but it seems like they went with this kind of like, they almost wanted to, they wanted to meme this thing or something, because whenever you go into a, uh, a new area, when you play, a, a, when you play, you normally play levels, but when you play, when you start a new round, uh, it starts usually with the location, which is one of the many locations in the Friday the Thirteenth movies, uh, and there's usually a quick cutscene of of action: Jason showing up and murdering a teenager. And every time there's this guy that kind of like whips around and goes, ah! and he's got this mouth of black teeth that just are poorly rendered, and his face is all goofy. And it's a great thing to look at, as far as just oh my god, what am I looking at? It freaks you out really gives you a freak out moment but yeah. it really felt like they were trying to to push people to meme it or something like it was intentionally ugly to create that i may be wrong mm. i may be wrong but it felt very much like that now you notice yeah. i did say at the beginning that it's a long night at camp blood i learned that from the game because there is a mode in this game that uh you can go and just read you can you can um hit one of the cabins and you can kind of walk around and do kind of a virtual tour uh, and it's like all these uh, interesting facts mm-hmm. about the movie, and uh, so I learned a lot there, and I spent more time there probably than actually playing the game. Ooh, Jason's uh, supposed to be—is he supposed to be an old guy? He's got like old gray hair in the back. Is that what that is? Am I looking at? His well, head is that the sack? That may be the sack. Oh, That's may, remember, yeah. it wasn't until part three that he picked up his hockey mask. Yeah. So you may be looking at the sack. So that might be the sack. You're looking underneath. at Jason's sack. Yeah, I'm looking at Jason's Jason Voorhees sack. He just took a lady and dunked her head in a hot boiling pan of water and uh, ended her uh, existence there. Yes. That's no good. Some of the some of the kill some of the kills are more fun than others. Uh, you can play in this game. You can play as Jason Voorhees, which is what I wanted to do and what everybody wants to do. Or you can play as one of the survivors. In one of the modes that you play, you can play online with up to eight other players, uh, you and then eight survivors. If you're Jason, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get many chances at being Jason if you do this because. You know, there's there's that many people, and only one person can be Jason, mm-hmm. and it gets picked at the very beginning of the round. Yeah. Uh, so, the Jason is he OP? Of course he's OP. He's Jason Voorhees. He can't be killed. So when you're playing this game, Jason is like way he, he can't be really killed. I, I've read that you can kill him. I haven't seen how yet. Not in the game. Uh, so I played most of my time with that mode. I played as a survivor, and uh, that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed being chased by someone who is way overpowered and had skills. Ugh, it stresses Eventually, me out. It's like Dead by it Daylight. Really, that other game's just right. like this, and it scares the poop out of me every time I play it. It is kind of a Dead by Daylight thing, uh, and what you're trying to do is you're trying to survive. So you have all these cabins that are set up in the in the camp, and so you'll go into a cabin that kind of affords you a little bit of protection because the person playing Jason has to come to the doors, and if it's locked, he has to chop through the axe, and you have time enough to jump out one of the many windows, which I've done many times. And plus, you also can kind of team up with other people, and you kind of just have this natural uh, bunching abilities. You kind of like all just bunch together in one area, and if anybody's close to Jason, they always take a couple of shots. And lots of times, that'll slow him down. There's things you can do, like you can throw firecrackers at uh, at Jason, and that'll stun him, and you can run away. You can pick up bats and, and uh, machetes and other things and chop him. <laughs> and if you're lucky, you move a little faster than him usually. You'll hit him with hit it one time, and you'll run. You'll all run. Now, of course, you can imagine these are all time-limited games. It's usually about 15 minutes per round. And you want to uh, be able to escape. But there's a way that you can escape without just surviving through the night. 
You can also uh, fix one of the cars that are there. Use there's two, uh, and you can fix one of the cars yeah. by bringing a, a battery to put in it. Uh, there's a little bit of wrench work involved, and there's gas you have to put in the car. Once you do that, remember that kind of like Left for Dead kind of thing. Remember mm-hmm. having to run around in Left for Dead too, and getting the getting the gas canisters while. Yeah the zombies were chasing you around and loading up the car and getting the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. Over here. I'm reloading, reloading over here. Yeah, right. So, so it's the same kind of idea. So what you do is you get in the car. However, the car breaks down a lot while you're trying to escape. And the path is like, it seems like forever. It's like, I'm never going to get out of here. And you think when you're in a car, you can easily outrun Jason, but you can't because Jason has four powers. A mm. uh, couple of his powers are, he can stalk you. So he'll go into a stalker mode, and generally, when you're playing against Jason, uh, he will he will be making his little theme music. So when he gets nearby as a victim, you can hear it. It's like, right? And so you're freaking out a little bit, and uh, and and your character will start kind of screaming and stuff. They'll st- their heart will start racing, and they'll start making a little bit more noise, which makes it easier for Jason to find you too. By the way, mm-hmm. uh, but. You can put him in a stalker mode where you don't make any noise at all, and you can sneak up on the uh, in the campers if you're lucky. Uh, you you also have this, something... Do you do any of the single player stuff, or did you do just multiplayer? Like, what have you done? I did. I did a single player where you play against bots. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed that because it allowed me to play Jason comfortably. Because when I was in multiplayer mode playing Jason, I was sucking it because everybody else, you know, I just I, I had just started this past weekend to play it really, uh, where I put in some time to it. And everybody is really good at dodging, getting away. And I, out of 15 minutes, only killed one person oh. out of the whole 15 minutes. And every time I'd played before as a victim, almost always every Jason would win. So I was like the worst Jason ever. I think the one guy just died so he could get out of the game. <laughs> that was like, it. Just like, kill me already. Freaking screw this. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but man, it's, it is, it is so, it is, it is a lot of fun. The game mechanic of it is a lot of fun. Playing the game, success. I give that a check mark. Yes, you did get me at that. Okay. Uh, however, it, it's uh, any type of story, not really. But, you know, what, how much story do you really need when you're playing a Friday the 13th? What you well, really how, many need? Of those, no. how many of those movies really had much of a story either? It was just like kill no. a bunch of teenagers, do something dumb, and then get killed. Yeah. But I think they could have went a little, a little bit deeper with that. But they didn't go too deep, and I was really wishing the, uh, the kill shots would be more intense. Now there are a couple of kill shots where if you, if you're in the right place near a certain object like a fireplace or a, a car where there's a hood, if you move the victim in the right place because you can grab them as Jason, and if you move them in the right place, you can do these, you know, these extra cool kills. But all my kills were like me holding up somebody and then taking my knife and going stab, 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 stab like twenty times. Yeah, yeah it was okay kill, but it wasn't very satisfactory. It didn't feel like, you know, I was really Jason Voorhees. Uh, so I, I feel like some of that stuff kind of fell a little bit flat. The graphics not that great, but the actual playing. But, you know, it's a game mechanic, and I've seen other games do it better. But I do like the fact that I'm in this world of Friday the 13th, which I grew up watching. I've seen all the films, mm-hmm. and uh, I've just had a really good time with Here, that Here's stuff. the deal. Uh, this this game would be, yeah. a, for me, would be an absolute must-get if they forget about the Dead Till Daylight or Dead by Daylight gameplay. Forget about all that stuff. Forget about the multiplayer for a minute. If they would have just made a really solid uh, Hitman or... Um, Mm. Who's the who's the other stealth guy with it? Who am I thinking of? Oh, the guy. I know what you're talking about. No, I have no oh idea. my gosh, Splinter Cell. That's it. If this <laughs> oh, was Splinter like Cell. if yeah, these yeah, played yeah. if these played like a Splinter Cell game where it's I'm the serial killer and I'm hunting around looking for my targets and I can't be seen or if I I may walk into one of their traps if I'm not careful. Like make a really well thought out stealth yes action game. I would be. I, all I really feel up like in it, dude. I feel like this game would have really benefited from a single player story mode where some of the pe- where people who are just getting into Friday the 13th or haven't ever seen like the first and the second one because there's a lot of references to Jason's mom in the game. She's really only a factor in the first couple of ones. Matter, matter of fact, you don't even see Jason Voorhees except for like just a little quick shot at the very end of Friday the 13th, the first one. Yeah. He's not even in it. And then the Jason we really know is not doesn't really come around until like part three and four. Yeah. So there's there's backstory that would have made this game so layered because this is a this is a game that you know I think the fans of the of the series would have really loved. Uh, 
And that I feel like they kind of failed a little bit on that because I've, I also I feel like the the training in this is is substandard. Yeah, it has a lot of complicated uh, complicated mechanics that kind of it takes you a while to learn them, and it's not a good place to learn that when you're playing online. It's, that's that's the worst place to try to learn. You know, oh, what is what is morph? Mm. What is sense? Mm. What is shift? I don't know none of these things. These words don't even make any sense. Morph is where you there's a there's a, there's like these cooldown abilities and they have to warm up first. And uh, one ability is called morph, which allows you to jump anywhere on the mini map, which is cool. But morph, what is that? That doesn't make any sense. And then there's like the sense where you can where you can uh, sense the players and figure out where they're at. And so you'll kind of see like these heat heat signatures on the on the map or on actually on the screen and you kind of head in that direction and then there's kind of like little pings and things like little circle pings that yeah. show you an idea of where people are at yeah. i feel like if they've given us a, maybe a single player with a little bit of tutorial and kind of got her feet wet into doing that stuff i would have had a much better time I, and as it was i was like i was ready to quit I'm like i don't want to play this anymore I, I hate playing jason as a matter of fact when they picked me for jason i was like ah i yeah. don't want to do this i want to be a per i want to be a camper you were saying to yourself. I want to be a camper while people who have perfected it's easy to be a camper. Mm -hmm. Camper is super easy. All the instructions you get for how to play the game are screenshots and long, verbose dialogue. Not even dialogue, just instructions. So there's like a whole menu selection. You how to play, and you click on it, and it's like, here's a screenshot of Jason that really doesn't mean anything. And here's yeah. a bunch of text to read. Sure. Next page. Here's a screenshot of Jason and a bunch of text to read. It wasn't very organic. Mm. So people's complaints about this game, very valid. But if you're a Friday the 13th fan and you have PlayStation plus, what's your excuse? None. Click. It's free. Download. It's free. Play. Get it. Play for it. Do it. No, don't pay for it. Play for it. <laughs> no, don't. Yeah. Don't pay for it. Friday the 13th. But no, it was, I, I really wish it had really been something more. I enjoyed it somewhat. All right. All I still right. had fun. Well, let me tell you about another game in space. Because that's space. all I played this week. Okay? Space games. That's what I played. Uh, <laughs> this one is another code that I got from a very small developer. In fact, I think it may be just one dude. Unless you count the music. Uh, but it's called Adios Amigos. Or uh, the mm. more proper way of saying it is Adios Amigos. Because... Oh. Adios is the name of your ship, and um, it's obviously a play on words, right? But you're in space. It's a much more goofy affair, although I think the art style is pretty neat. And the way it works is this. Uh, you, you start with a little dude, and you pick a little, uh, like a mini ship, like a kind of a crap ship, and your job is to go from planet to planet using some Newtonian physics. Like you, you got to hit orbits just right to land them. It's not super hard or anything, but you got to, you know, you can't just willy nilly around there, but then it kind of becomes a little bit of a lunar lander mini game to get to the planet. And then once you've gotten to the planet, you need to reap the planet's resources. And it's just this 2d round planet. You run around on with your little cartoon man. And if there's a rock or a stone, you can scan it. It gives you the information that you need. It helps refuel your, uh, your energy, and your fuel, rather. And uh, if you're on the cold or the dark side of the planet, sometimes it's too cold over there and you're going to die. On the uh, on the lit side or the side with the light, it's warmer. And some planets are super toxic, so you don't want to be there very long. Like, there's different kinds of planet types. They're all randomized. And it's kind of a roguelike in a way. Um, you also get a grappling hook that poops out the bottom of your uh, thing. And then you can shoot that grappling hook into a giant stone and move the stone. And under the stone might be some technology you can use. Um so anyway, you, you strip the planet clean of its resources, scan all of its animal life, and then eventually it will give you, it won't take very long either, but, and you can exit the ship, I should mention. So you can do a lot with the ship, but then also you can fly around as your little dude, you have a jetpack, and you can actually be on the ground. Some things you have to do on the ground, like you have to repair your ship, you have to be out of the ship to do that. Um, oh. You can teleport to your ship from anywhere on the planet. Uh, there's fuel in lots of places. So you want to go get that fuel. It uses crazy physics for everything I'm describing, so it's a little goofy and kind of fun in, in that way because you don't know when something's going to tip over and, sh and smush you. Um, uh, what else? Uh, Z drive. Oh, that's the thing. you got to fill up your Z drive, and your Z drive is your cue to get the H off the planet. Get, like, get into your ship, fly out of there, and Z jump, and that sends you one light year away. 
And the goal is to get as many light years back home as possible. So when just you raping and pillaging is what it sounds like. Yeah. Just, so you leave the planet and it goes shoo, and then you and then you and you got to be careful. Don't hit Z drive while you're right in front of a rock or a planet or a station because you'll slam into it and get hurt. Uh, but uh, you fly to the next uh, star system, go find some more planets to pillage, get your Z drive refilled, take off again, try to get home. The planets get harder and harder as you progress, and it's really that loop. That's the simple. Right. way the game works um and i like it a lot <laughs> it's it's really i like the art style this art style beats friday the 13th like by a mile well it's pretty uh, good for what it's, what it's for. for yeah right um the it only is, the only complaint i have about it is i think your little dude is kind of basic and i don't he's kind of a stick stick figure which kind of bugs me a little bit but everything right. else in it the ship the way the planets look up close the the galaxy view like that stuff's all really cool it's got a nice little soundtrack like a fun just kind of a fun, goofy thing going on, and landing on planets is fun. Finding a new planet, landing on it, and it's kind of like Little Big Planet when you get there, or yeah. or not Little Big Planet, more like Mario Galaxy. It's kind of like that, where you just have this overly sized dude who can run around the surface of this planet, collect all this stuff, and go away. It's a very odd little game. Oh, you collect hats. I should have mentioned the hats. You collect hats. Oh, you can't miss the hats. Yeah. By the way, my favorite feature on the store listing on Steam for Adios Amigos or Adios mm-hmm. Amigos has uh, got to be no weapons or killing, parentheses, although horrible accidents may occur. Did you incur any horrible accidents? Yeah, I've died lots of times. And that's the whole point of the game is you, if you die, you you earn some, you get some stuff that you take back with you for the next run. So right. very roguelike in that way, and I'm already on big on those. One of the worst ex- accidents I had, though, was I was on a relatively small planet with a low... It was more like a moon, and it had low right. gravity. So I thought, oh, I'll just jump like I do everywhere, and I jumped, and I flew right out of gravity and died in cold space. It sucked. So there was that. Uh, but it's it's a cool so when you, little when game. When you did that, did your character burn up or freeze or explode or any other myths that happen to the bodies when you're going... In- Vacuum. He, just, he just died. He just died out he just there. Just died. I did get to. I, t- I did have a remote control. I could remote control my ship and try to find the body and get my get to myself before I died. Right. Uh, but I didn't make it. <laughs> I, I, tried, make I tried really it. hard. And it didn't happen. Um, I'm not gonna make it. I've accidentally z jumped right into a planet before. That was a bad idea. <laughs> died that way. Um, I landed on a planet that was basically lava, but didn't know it until I hit, and then I just burned to death. Like there's there's stuff like that. Um. It uses actual like gravitational pull to you know so you can kind of sh- shoot your ship where you want to want it to go and it'll curve based on what part of right. the galaxy and so it's an interesting math is being that, used. Is, right is is it actual uh, real physics like if you come to a larger planet supposedly uh, will it yes. have greater gravitational oh, yeah, pull yeah. And- yes for sure that is absolutely okay. true but now whether or not it's a hundred percent accurate I couldn't tell you cause- well I mean I I don't I don't expect it to be you know I'm not gonna get my I'm not going to get my, I don't know, some kind of calculator out. Uh, so I'm not going to do that. But yeah, I mean, I was just curious if there was a consistent yeah. consistency with the gravity. Interesting. I'm, I'm super impressed with it, though, um, just because right. it's, it's just you can tell somebody had a really fun idea and they just iterated on it and made a little game out of it. I think the and name's super stupid. Like if right. I if it were me, I wouldn't call it Adios Amigos. It'd be something way cooler than that because that just means nothing. Like, what does that even mean? Right here. Yeah, it's right. dumb. I don't like it. Uh, it should be a different name, but it's kind of adorable and a it's not l- too late. I mean, it's on it's on sale right now. A uh, week long deal ends October the 29th. So if you've listened past that, you're going to miss the deal. But on Steam, it's $9.99. It's only 10 bucks. Oh my gosh, it's get this 10, game. It's only 10 bucks, and you got a single player and a co op and a local co op. Yeah, you, have to, you can have four of you all running around in there if you want. Right. Yeah. You using your controller for this? Yes. The guy, the what video I was just watching is some dude using his keyboard, and I think that's madness. I think the yeah, controller. Yeah, I, I would hate to play any physics game with the keyboard unless you like Kuwap. Well, Kuwap. Yeah, but I mean, it's not that it's not so much that it's a physics game. It's just I don't know. A controller feels like it's built for turning a ship and landing a lander and moving a dude around. It's just better for it. Right. Uh. So anyway, Adios Amigos for the PC available now for nine bucks. It is absolutely worth your cash. I got it for free, Gosh. so I should at least mention that, but I, I love it enough that I would pay for it. All right, tell me about Granny. What is Granny? <laughs> tell me about Granny. You ever heard about Granny? I okay, heard so about I, Granny. Uh, 
All right. So this is how I got Granny. You want to hear how I got Granny? I, uh, I, oh, I was I in see bed what one you night. Did. I see what you did. You did the thing that we committed to do last week, which is these are all horror games. <laughs> and I spent all my time in space. Uh, that's I great. All space games. No, it's okay. It's okay. Because we actually talked about either doing it this week or next week. So yeah. I, I, I'm a big horror guy, and I love Halloween, and I love this time of the year. And I'll be playing scary games for the rest of the month. So you're solid. Just uh, take a break from the space next week and find something scary. All right. So Granny. No, I, I don't like bed. Granny. She just did a thing that freaked right. me out. She jumped out of I was, bed. Ugh. Okay. Sorry. I was I was in bed and I was I was like, oh, I'm gonna play a few games before I go to sleep. And I was gonna pull up and it's like, why are there like a like three or four new games on my phone? And Granny, that looks scary. The icon's got this scary granny lady with like burning eyes. And so I'm starting to get kind of freaked out. I'm like, does somebody hack my phone? And, and come to find out, uh, the next day I did find out that my uh, my five-year-old nephew, who sometimes borrows my phone when I go over to visit, and he had loaded a bunch of he loaded Roblox. I'm like, why do I have Roblox on here? But the thing that surprised me was he had Granny on the phone. He loves this game. This game is scary as crap. <laughs> it's one of those kind of almost kind of like it's, it's an adventure escape game. Uh, it's, it follows the rules of the five nights, like the five nights at Freddy's, but it's a little more, uh, you know, more exploring. It's yeah. not like we're just sitting in one place. So you wake up in, in, in granny's house with very little backstory other than you, you you know, you're supposed to avoid granny. You have five days to get out of the house. Uh, she's pulled a whole, one of those, uh, uh, what, what was, what was the character's name in misery? Oh, uh, uh, I, I don't remember her name. Right. I don't know what your relationship to Granny is, but you are in Granny's house and you got to get out. And the problem is everything you touch falls over and makes a noise and Granny comes running and you can't escape. Mm. Because once she is on to you, she is on and you can you can run sometimes. Sometimes there's just enough give in the running away that you think maybe for a second I can climb under that bed. And that's usually how you get away. You can either like climb under beds. If you get close enough to a bed, uh, you can hit a button and you can jump under the bed. Or if you, if you're, uh, if you're near a closet, you can jump in there. And, uh, granny just does all these great jump scares because you don't think you've made that much noise. You're like, Oh, I just, I just knocked over that little pin. No big deal. Granny surely won't cut. There she is. There she is. Yeah. And she'll just like all in your face and she stabs, murder stabs you in the face. Murder stab, murder What's stab. What's the difference between this and, uh, and like the long armed guy? What's that called? Uh, oh, uh, oh, the lo- the one we've been playing uh, recently. Uh, uh, oh my gosh, why am I forgetting? You know who I mean. Uh, it's Slender, not Slenderman. 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 Oh, Slenderman. What's yeah, the difference between this and Slenderman? What's the difference? A big difference. Slender Man, you kind of encounter and he kind of stalks you slowly. She doesn't stalk you slowly. She literally runs through the house and she's making noise all the time. <laughs> and so that's how you avoid her for the most part. The problem is not avoiding Granny usually. Usually it's pretty easy to figure out where she's at in the house. It's the things that are around you when you think, because it's a very dark game, you can't really see too well. Even when you bump up the gamma all the way to the top, you're like, you'll be walking around a corner and you accidentally just bump a little table. Next thing you know, granny is all in your face stabbing you. And so it's, it's a lot. It's very nerve wracking. And at first I was like, oh, no big deal. All I got to do is just get out of this one room, uh, go down the steps and exit out the front door. That's not even close. Mm. There's so much more. This game, this little mobile game has a lot of exploration going on. And if you just try to play the game itself, you're going to fail. So what I did is there's like a tutorial mode, which isn't really a, a tutorial mode. It's an exploration mode. So what it does is Granny's out at the Winn-Dixie or wherever she goes to get her kill meals. And so while she's out, you can explore the house. Uh, you only can carry one object at a time. So there's certain tasks that you need to accomplish. Like there's a shotgun you can put together to kill Granny. Apparently I haven't done it yet, but there's a location in one part of the house where you can put a shotgun together, but you only can carry one object at a time. The shotgun is in three pieces and is scattered throughout the house. Yeah. Uh, as you're walking through the house, there are not only objects you have to avoid, like tables and pictures and different things. There's also, she set up trip wires, which you can't really see until you're aware where they're at. Mm. Uh, there's different ways to get out of the house. Like you can uh, put together, a, once again, hey, anytime there's a scary movie, there's always or a scary game. It seems like it's time to put the... It's time to put some batteries in a car and fix the car so you can get out of there. And there's no different here. You got to, there's a car down the basement that you can get to and uh, get in and go. Uh, 
by the way, this is going to come as no surprise because I, I, I was like, I was worried about spoilers, but I'm not worried about this spoiler. If she does catch you, sometimes she just stabs you, but sometimes she'll take you down to the basement uh, and she will uh, she will chop your head off. It's very <laughs> creepy. It's very creepy. And you it's going to happen to you, so there's no spoiler. There's even something ba- about the bad graphics that are making this scarier to watch. It, I, I do believe I started drawing that conclusion, too, after playing Friday the 13th, and they're like, oh, these graphics are supposed to make me feel you know, uneasy or disturbed, and is that what they're doing, Granny? Because Granny is like just... She's just gross. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it'd be easy to make a granny look scary, but this just looks weird and unsettling because she's got like that nightgown thing on mm-hmm. and she doesn't really move her arms until she gets right up on you. It's like, ah! Yeah, I don't, and, uh, I don't like her one bit. It's, it's good, though. Oh, you got to play this in bed. Oh, yeah, you got you to gotta play the granny in bed with the, uh, with the lights turned off and the headphones on and uh because like i said it's really quiet and you can hear her off in the distance and she's she's doing things you can kind of tell which room she's in and you can kind of skirt past her and uh sometimes it doesn't work out so well but uh I thanks want, five-year-old nephew who know, loves this game granny yeah i'm not playing this there's no way come on no way i'm not pl- i'm looking at this here this is not i can't play this there's no <laughs> way i'm playing this this is terrifying dude and it's, it's stupid. So much it's fun, on a dumb though. phone. Oh, no, see, you and horror games get along better than me and horror games get along. Yeah, I just can't I do it. That. All right, Garani yeah, on the phone, fun. available. Is it iOS as well, or just uh, just? You know, I I didn't check it for my iOS device because, like I said, I didn't actually install it, uh, which is usually what I do. It was installed for me. It looks like Granny is on the App Store. It's free uh, with ads on the Android. It looks like the same over here. And you can also remove the ads. The ads were not too intrusive, but when they do come up, man, they're a nightmare to close. Uh, but they're okay. Plus you're all, you're, you're, it takes you out of it. It does. In games like this. Literally, Uh, because it took me to the play store like 20 times. That reminds me chat room. Someone in the chat just asked, did I end up getting resident evil, a key for resident evil? Yes. Somebody coughed one up. Uh, and I now have which resident, which resident evil was that seven, the new one, seven, the new one. Yeah. The scary one, the one that's scary. All the other resident evils aren't scary. They're just games. This is scary. Why not? What? You don't have any, how do you not know about seven? Uh, well, I do know about seven, but how do I not have resident evil seven or any of the resident evils in my steam? Did I, did I get them somewhere? Well, I paid all the steam, all the old resident evils. I just played on consoles. So I I couldn't tell you. Right. But seven good old games. Good good point. Good old games, I bet. Yeah, probably. Uh I didn't even think I mean RE one was scary, but whatever. I played it with a friend of mine. It was like no big deal. This <laughs> this new one, seven, is freaking scary. That girl. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I can do it. I mean I'm gonna have to because somebody coughed one up for me. I gotta do it. I promised I would. But uh we'll, Oh, by we'll the see. way, you should did you ever pick up Little Nightmares? Uh yeah, I have it. Oh, I'd love to hear your take on that. Did yeah. you play it yet? Uh, no, but I have it to play. Oh, so good. I should play that. Don't you think? Oh, so good. Yeah, I should love play that, that game. Let me tell you guys about another game. Hey, guess what? It's about space. What? Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, so I like Endless Space. I like uh, games like that. And and I talked about Endless Space last week, and a bunch of people said, Scott, I can't believe you aren't playing any of these uh, Galactic Civilization games. And I went, oh, wait a minute. I think I actually have that in my library. Why did I never check that out? So I went and looked it up. Uh, indeed, I do. Galactic Civilizations 3 came out in two th- uh, 2015. It's the latest in this uh, particular series. It is a uh, 4X-style, turn-based, civilization-style game. So if you played mm. Civ, then you kind of know what you're in for. And, um, you know, you move your you move your ships on hexagons. You build new ships. You... You settle planets. Uh, you can choose your victory conditions. Like, I want to win by dominating everything, or I want to win by just diplomacy, or I want to win because I blew everybody up, or whatever it is. Uh, you can do all of that, and that's great because that's what these games are supposed to be. And right. it's really good. I'm super impressed with it. In fact, it really holds up as well. Um, some of the DLC uh, did a kind of an overhaul on the on the interface, which was a little rough in the beginning. Uh, at least I thought before I got the DLC, and I think that stuff's cleaned out nicely. They've supported it really well. It runs really great. Um, super into it. Uh, it's like a no. turn-based Star Control kind of. Oh, and someone in the chat asked no. if I ever played Star Control. I did play Star Control 2 back in the day. I've even played the newer one, which I talked about here on the show. Very different kind of game, though. Those are like almost RPGs, whereas this thing is like a big Civ builder 
in space. So it's all about, ooh, a new planet I haven't occupied. Let's do what we have to do so I can go and colonize it and then take advantage of the rich resources it has and then build eight more ships to go kill everybody with and whatever it is. <laughs> Meet in other factions, fight in other... It's, it's civilization, good old-fashioned Sid Meier civilization, but in space. That's what it is. But isn't there already a Civ in space with Sid Myers? Isn't that what he No, is? they had that one called um uh oh, what was it called, you guys? The one where they leave they leave Earth and go out in space. It's not Alpha Centauri, which is is also a thing. Not right. that though, the newer one. It wasn't received all that well because it was basically just Civ in space. Starships? No. It's a more recent it's like twenty fifteen or something. Anyway. This is not starships. No, that's not it. Beyond Earth. This that's it. 2015. Be- okay. Beyond Earth. That's it. Uh, Beyond Earth was okay, but it was just planetary stuff again, which is the same as Civ, and nobody wants to do that. This is like space. You're in space, man. You're building frigates and ships and and science vessels, and you're flying all over space. It's got nothing to do with you on the ground. I mean, there's stuff on the ground, but it's all managed from uh, not on the ground. Right. Like, so Civ games are Civ games of any sort are always a huge time sink for me. So I'm always curious and I heard how long to beat.com, which is one of my favorite places to figure out how long it's going to take me to beat a game on Civilization 3, Galactic Civilization 3 that you're playing. The main story is 8 hours. I don't know how to calculate this. Yeah. But if you're a completionist, 138 hours. Well, that and that's just the you getting the content for the first time. It's like kind of infinitely replayable because you can do it in sandbox mode and just play. Right. You know, imagine the, the way you used to play, uh, you know, um, Age of Empires 2. 5? No, like that Age two? of Empires 2. Like like you just want to have a big giant fight and it's got nothing to do with story or campaign. You just go play. It's like that. You can do that. So you could play for thousands of hours in theory. Thousands. But that's true of all 4Xs. That's the whole point of a 4X genre right. game. Like. I'm not even great well, at is, these. I'm kind of bad at them, but I really like them. This is by far the most expensive uh, game that you have suggested. It is weighing in at $39.99 on Steam for a game from 2015. Mm-hmm. But it has mostly positive reviews, yeah. and it looks like it's still healthy. Yeah, people so, like it. There's tons of DLC, yeah. and that, that price may include a, some of that. I don't know. Right. And also, what you always have to look at, too, when you see a game that's this little bit older, I always try to see what the health is on this. And it has recent updates, as recent as October the 1st. Mm. So the developers are still working on this thing. They're still active. Uh, so good life. Yeah. Like it. I agree. Uh, our final game today is something called Remothered, which Brian is going to now talk about. Remothered! I picked this up on an Origin bundle. Don't have to have Origin the game client, but it's it's a Origins bundle. Mm. Uh, I picked it up on Fanatical. Uh, it's one of those those uh, bundle places sometimes to pick up games. I picked it up because it had Rhyme for the PC. Remember that? I played that I really. Yeah. I played that uh, back earlier this year on the PS4. Yep. And I thought, eh, pick it up. I noticed in my pack, I was like, I wonder if there's any horror games here. Sure enough, there was. Remothered Tortured Fathers. So you may ask yourself, what happens if you're playing a game uh, that has characters that, like they're from the 70s, which is supposed to be the time period this game is. Uh, and I go on a detective adventure where I play a character that sounds nothing like Jodie Foster, but looks just like Jodie Foster. Mm. Mm. The older, not not the new, not the new, not the older uh, Jodie Foster we see now in that. Uh, what's what's that <laughs> movie that she's in now? Where she's uh, she's in a movie right now i can't think of what that yeah she she's the she's the curator or she is the uh the manager of the hospital for the uh for the criminals and uh and she takes care of people and it's just like the john wick thing where you can't uh you you can't hurt anybody while you're there it's against the rules i have no idea what that is I can't remember the name of it. I'm sure the chat room will remember and, and will tell me. Anywho, yeah. I did play this Remother Tormented Fathers for just a minute. I didn't play it as long as I wanted to because it's going to be a really deep intel game because I'm telling you, there is so much reconnaissance about getting information that it is it is very verbose. There is a lot of language going on in this thing. And I'm like, man. She's too small wanna, for her van, though. I just want to point this I out. Just, she is way <laughs> too small for her van. It's once again, 
this is another one of those games. <laughs> it's like it's a horror game, yeah. and it looks weird. And I, I once again, I think I think we may be onto something here that they intentionally make these games look weird. I'm not even sure which engine this uses, but it's a. It almost feels like Half Life or something. It's 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 not a, it's it's weird, but yeah. Oh my gosh! And there's like at the very beginning, it, it is very '70s moody, is atmospheric because yeah. there's like five minutes of her standing outside the van smoking a cigarette. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> looking like the tiniest you know, like, person next to the world. Largest looking like van. the tiniest person, totally like a Jodie Foster lookalike. Uh, so anyway, what you're what you're doing is it drops you off. The game starts you off, and and you're outside this mansion, and uh, and and you're you're you run across this poster of a missing child and kind of get a little backstory there and then you go into the mansion after being uh buzzed in because there's gates and everything that keeps you from going in you get inside and uh you start telling lies apparently to the uh to the people there because what you're you're there saying you're following up with the old man uh who is in poor health and is under investigation for his missing daughter and all these uh all these things that his company that he owned and there was pollution, and there's lawsuits against him, and his business partner cheated him, and there's all this rich, deep story going on, but it's like really bubbling up fast. And uh, and you're lying your ass off, apparently, because after the first cutscene, you you find out that you're a big fat liar, and they run you off. I think she's the so, future granny. I think that's what this is. She is totally the future granny. It's funny because there's a, I believe at the beginning of the of the game, there is a uh, there is a very short bookend. Of where there's uh, there's a character that is in a in a old person's home and she looks just like McGarnacle. Mm, great, it's weird. Yeah. So I I don't the character models all like characters from other movies, but they sound nothing like them. The character the the voice acting is eh, it's okay. Uh, anywho, really escalates after the first chapter because I was like I was like I'm so, I'm so bored. Is it like I'm a so point, uh, Tell me how you what are you doing though. Like, forget about the story for a minute. What are you actually doing in this thing? Li- I'm telling you, you're literally walking as slow as humanly possible. <laughs> <laughs> really, you are. You're walking really, really slow when you first start this. And I've, like I said, I've only played like maybe like an hour. So the, the first part is all this huge layering of stories. And I'm like, oh, my God, just come on, get on with it. Well, but the some... characters really get really interesting. Where I ended, though, was after the first kill. Yeah. Because... Uh, you you get in the house and it's like Granny all over again. When you go back to the second time, it's like Granny, except now it's Grandpa, oh, and uh, yeah. you're trying to find out what happened to his wife. You get in the in the house, you find out what happened to his wife. Then he chases you with a with a blade, and you try to sneak out of the house by tiptoeing and sneaking. And you get around these certain corners. All of a sudden, he comes running out and goes, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it scares the crap out of you. Well, I'm watching so, it. So let's hear some audio here. I got, I got this, this going here. For you. Not she, only for your health, but it's also very expensive. She's talking about Money not smoking. She quit wasted. smoking. So oh, you do walk day. really slow in this. Oh, so painfully slow. And there's so much dialogue. Yeah. What's the? Oh, okay. She's hiding from something. Oh, that's not discordant at all. Yeah. <laughs> Intentional. Ew. <laughs> If you could, oh yeah, is that, did you, did there's you find a uh, grandma? In there. Yeah, she's got she's yeah. covered in moths or something. Yeah, uh, all right, like, like locust or something. It's it's, it's an out. odd, unsettling scene, and it escalates quickly. They they take you in such a slow uh, pace when you come in, but then it escalates quickly, and then there's like this a lot of slowdowns and speed ups, and it's it's really effective at, at disturbing you. So I I think I'm gonna go back and visit this game some more. Mm. Uh, and and it, it looks like a lot of fun. This is something to really dig deep into. If you're looking for something quick and fun to jump in, this is not fun. Right. This is not a fun game. No, it doesn't look fun but, at uh, all to me. But it is a really interesting and uh, and deep game so far when I've seen it. It may fall apart. Like I said, I've only played it for like an hour, and I, I picked this up for the PC. Uh, Remothered, Tormented Fathers yeah. uh, is the name of the game. But if you're into like those uh, detective thriller kind of shows movies yeah, yeah might be for you uh quick i need to fix a rumor that's blowing up in the chat real fast before we do uh our guess our rumors games. uh snake cl says regarding diablo 4 apparently one of the rumor designers brian holinka just got taken off of it and brought back to wow uh incorrect i know brian holinka personally and i know the story and he was not on that team he was on a secret project but that wasn't it 
Uh, Secret project. He's back to the WoW team. Yes, he was before that. He was in charge of PvP on WoW. That is incorrect. Do not spread rumors because it doesn't do anybody any good. Because if you do, Granny will come visit you. Yeah. We're gonna have time for we're gonna have time for guess my game. We're yeah. gonna skip the news today. We're gonna skip news, but we're gonna do this. So watch this. It's a me, <laughs> Brian, I'd like you to try to guess what this game is. I'm gonna play it. It's old. See if you know. Here you go. No, it, it sounds like the later years of arcades, though. Was it arcade games? <laughs> it was. Uh, it's a little game called Gorf. Do you remember Gorf? Gorf! Course, yeah. Gorf. Who doesn't love Gorf? Oh, I used to love Gorf, too, but I never really played it at uh, in the arcade. It seems like I played it later, like in a... Was there like a... Was there like a, a, a was it like for the Commodore 64? Was there a port for that? It seems like I had played it at home somewhere. Mm, there may or have been. That the, may have been a home. There may have been a home version of that. Uh, I'm not sure. It might have been the. It might have been the 2600. The weird thing is, it was kind of a parody of like Galaga, Galaxian, uh, yeah, Space Invaders, all kind of mashed up. It was. It was. I don't know if it was all done by the same people who own the rights to any of that, but it sure didn't seem like it. it seemed like they were. God, I, I love. I love this game so much. I haven't played it. I mean, I was so young when I played this game. It's just ridiculous. You were but a wee boy. A wee boy, and I played the crap out of it, and I love that ship. That ship is just so iconic in my mind yeah. of how it looks. It was a hell of a thing. All right, I'm going to play yours. Let's see if I can figure it out. Here we go. Very good, okay. Collect three more Kermansel amulet pieces so you can start getting pushy. <laughs> I have no idea what this is. Hold on. This is one of those games you either played it or you had no clue it even existed. How? Give me uh, an era. Cool. When was this out? This is uh, this is originally released in October the twentieth, two thousand. Okay. Uh, it is a it is a uh, a horror themed game. Okay. It's not necessarily horror, but it does have elements of classic uh, characters of horror. Of and it was uh, it was for the PlayStation One. Is where. Oh, oh 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 oh! This is um, Stubbs the Zombie. No, no, that's a, that's, that was a very good guess. Uh, very good guess indeed. Let's see if anybody in the chat room has even come close. Yeah. No, because like I said, you would either you would either know this because you were you owned it and you weren't exactly proud of it, but you you liked it, you liked it, okay, you you know, <laughs> you but you weren't gonna go, you yeah, you weren't gonna go tell your friends, hey guys, if you play blah blah blah, no, are you, you are do you surrender? Wait, was it Mickey Mouse's? Uh, t um, what was that called? They they kind of had a Halloweeny themed uh, Mickey Mouse game. Is that it? No, but it is owned by the same company now. Disney. Even though it was not at that point. All right, I give up. What is it? All right, so we were playing Muppet Monster Adventure. I was hoping <laughs> uh I, I was hoping my friend there was we could understand what he was saying, but I, I figured you wouldn't be able to hurt, hear him say Kermonster. Kermonster. Uh, refer yeah, referring to the Kermit monster. So there's a Kermit monster. Okay, now I kinda wanna see this game. Yeah, it's it's an amazing game. Either like I said, you either owned it or you had no clue it existed. Yeah, that's if crazy. You, if you had it, you played it, but you didn't go telling your friends. Guess what I got? <laughs> All right. Well, who knew that there would be a thing like that? Fantastic. All right, I'm going to rip through this uh, news real quick because I actually think this is interesting. Shadow of the Tomb Raider got bombed with negative reviews, and I couldn't figure out why. But I was also eyeing it because it was on sale. I thought, oh, hey, look at it. It's back at the top of the charts. What's going on? Why is it on sale? This game's only been out less than 30 days. Well, it turns out it's getting negative review bombed because it's on sale in less than 30 days. Uh, people who bought the game initially are pissed. 34% uh, off. 34%. Somebody else says 50. I don't know why they can't get right. the number straight. Um, but uh, people are mad because a lot of them bought the game a month ago at full price of $59.99. And the game is suddenly near half off a month later, and they're pissed. So I don't know if any of those. They're writing. They're they're writing. I I really wish that we as a people, 
<laughs> gamers <laughs> yeah. could agree. Beautiful. We could all agree that we're going to review games uh, independently of the distributor or the businesses, unless unless it's actually impacting our game play. Like if the game is fundamentally broken. I think that would be a you would definitely complain about the company's response time, whether they're doing anything about it, because it, it just totally breaks the game. But not liking the fact that the game shipped a day late, or you know, or it it cost it, they went on sale too soon for you. I, I like to see those reviews kind of welcome to disappear. video games, baby. This is video games right. for you. This is what the this is what this crowd wants. They want to freak out about stuff. Um, yeah. I kind of get it though. Like you don't want to hear that the game you spent fifty bu- fifty nine bucks on is now thirty nine. Like you, you would like to have heard that before you spent your money. Yes. Because a twenty dollar head start for thirty days is kind of a raw deal. Right. So right. I kind of get it. It is also kind of unusual. They don't usually do the sale this quick. So I'm curious know. at how uh, Amazon and other stores may handle this. I know that if you if you pre order it from certain certain places, you would certainly have no recourse, but. Uh, Amazon does allow you. It does, does have like a have like a sliding scale on pre-orders, and I'm not sure how long that goes after the game has been released. I'm not sure if it's even available. Like but I'd be interested. It feels like they're going like out that. of going out of business sale on Tomb Raider stuff. Like Rise of the yeah. Tomb Raider, the last one's only 15 bucks right now. That's like nothing. Yeah, um, yeah. it is back up to full price now. It was a limited sale. I don't. I don't but... get mad when products I buy go on sale or or lose their value. I just assume that when I'm paying full price for something, it is to get a head start. And if it's only a weak head start, then, you know, I would probably prefer a longer head start, but I'm not going to be mad about it. I just it. think if you really want a Tomb Raider, you bought it the day it came out and you played the hell out of it and you loved it. You, you supported got the business bucks. that you liked and, yeah. and you did it. If, 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 you, if you get upset about them suddenly ganking the price on you, it's obvious. Usually the reason they do, maybe I know a little bit too much about business. Maybe that's the problem because I'm I'm like oh they put it on sale because you know they didn't move enough and you know supply and demand. Well, that that's definitely yeah. a problem that's they, not tracking yeah. very well. And the chat room reminds me of this: it's selling worse than any of the tomb, modern Tomb Raider games have. Right. And part of that is, you know, maybe a little saturation. They're not trying to. I don't think anybody's trying to stick it to anybody. No, 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 no. I don't think so at I all. Think I think they're just know. like, well, shit, we didn't hit our goals. Let's sell more of these by putting it on sale for a week. So, right. Hey, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Um, and you can only leave a review for it if you've played it. So, yes, it's not just which would be, which would be the people that probably pre-ordered it because that would be the people that were mad. Yeah, early adopters Stop. mad. Uh, real quick here, I got an email from John. Wrote in says, so I bought Invisible Ink on my iPad. Probably the best five bucks I've spent on the App Store. Thanks for the recommendation. Keep up with all the suggestions. I'm a 43 year old dad gamer, and releases come and go, but I often miss them. What's important is not the new, but the good. I love that you guys mm. talk about games from a couple of years ago. John. Well, I agree, John. And Invisible Ink. I actually, I didn't say it at the top of the show, but I actually played a bunch of that again because just talking about it makes me want to play it. Um, yeah. I still yeah. love that game. Oh, it's so good. Played that on PC. I have it on the iPad as well. An incredible game. Uh, here's another email from Daniel. It says, uh, as a Redbox employee... I would just like to personally Uh-oh. thank Brian for keeping me employed and able to afford feeding my son, whose name is Link. Keep renting Aww. games, Brian. I need to keep my job. Love the show, though. Daniel. Believe it, man. I will keep renting those Redbox movies as long as uh, as long as them demos ain't available. They keep they keep renting them. <laughs> You'll keep yeah. renting them. I'll keep renting them. I'm loving that deal, man. Three days for $7. I mean, that's that's my weekend, man. Uh, rent is a funny word, isn't it? Because you can both, they can rent them to you and you can rent them yes. from them. So you're both yes. renting them. That's weird. Renting. Yeah. It is weird. Because buying and I selling, like there's buying and selling, there's running and walking, there's, you know, all these other ways of saying it where you have to differentiate it. But renting, it's like, they will rent you a movie. I will rent yes. a movie. Isn't that weird? Rent, renting, renting will happen. Rent. It's weird. You know what else is great about Redbox? What? Uh, space is at a premium in those little units, and they often, if you're if you're paying attention while you're going through, uh, don't forget to check their buys as well. Like you can mm. buy the used games, and especially if it's a game that was kind of cool for you but didn't really rent out that well, 
you can pick up some really cool games for real cheap, like five bucks lots of times, or somewhere at least in their 20 usually. Simply Squared in chat says, same with leasing. You can lease things, yes. and you can also have things lease to you. Lease, and then you can lease your dog. Yeah, it's a double, no, it's du- double way word, or however you want to say it. It's going to do it for the show, everybody. Frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P is the website. Go there. Be there. Have your fun there. Boopshow at gmail.com is our email address. You can send emails like John and Daniel. And if you want to uh, find us on Twitter, we're at Boopshow. We also have a Reddit page, boopshow.reddit.com. And sometimes we pull from there for our news stories and other stuff. So do check that out. It's going to do it. Brian, uh, Dunaway, anything got going on with you you want to mention? You good? Man, I can't wait to play some more scary games. If you follow me on Twitter, at the Brian Dunaway, like Scott said, if you think of a cool, scary game, let me know. Ooh, I like what you're selling there, buddy boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you all for being here. If you enjoyed it, well, I got great news for you because we'll be back next week to do this more. Uh, so check us out on the web, frogpants.com slash boop. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian. For all of you, we'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. Yeah, dude.